Okay. Well, <laughs> well, tonight, I don't have much time, but I want to wrap up uh, CothFit. We're going to start something next week. Pretty funny. Pretty fun. Um, it's it's going to be a combination between a 12 step, 12 steps to 2015, 12-step um, program. How many of you need a 12-step program? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Um, but also, uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of stealing this from someone else, but um, 12 uh, heads of lettuce. We're going to be looking at 12 heads of lettuce from Hebrews where it says, let us, let us, let us, let us. It's important. Let us what? Anybody know? We need to know. The Word of God has told us to do certain things. That's what we should do. Let's try that. Let's prove, let's prove God. I love to give God a chance to prove himself, and I believe he loves to have the chance to prove himself. He's watching over his word so he can perform it. The Lord says, I've given you promises. Now, will someone please engage that promises? Because I'm watching over to make sure you get that promise. And I can't go to any edge of the earth so far away that if I'm not praying forth and walking through that promise that God can't reach me, his arms long enough to reach me wherever I am. We sang a song tonight in the, in the darkness, in the, I'm going to mess all the words up, but in the wedding day and, and in the depths of the, the pit, his grace finds me. His grace finds me. It almost gives me chill bumps just saying it. Sometimes it's not real until you say it. Okay, back to Koth Fit. All right, let's just dive in. I'm going to go fast. Anybody want to go fast? I want to go fast. <laughs> Do you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. Everyone runs. Everyone, you, me, the saint, the sinner, they run. Whether you know it or not, you are living a life. Why not win? Why not me? Someone was praying for a, a promotion for something great, and I'm like, why not you? Why that other person? Why not you? I'm not praying against the other person. I'm praying for you. Lord's given me a, a, a realm of influence in your life. Let's pray that forth. I have influence. I've been positioned for this. I'm equipped for this. Let's pray for it and let's get it. Why not, some, why not you be a part of something great? Why not you do something great? Why not you change direction and follow sound teaching for 2015? Why not? God's word is full of simple instructions. Instructions that can be followed. Have you ever got instructions to something that seemed like it was written in Chinese? I mean, if you flipped it over, it was in Chinese. But if you flip it back, it might as well be the same. Have you ever gotten instructions that completely make sense? The Word of God completely makes sense. It is instructions we can follow. And you know what? They are instructions that have been proven time and time and time again. 
year after year, these instructions prove to be true. So just as I was saying just a moment ago, go ahead and prove God's word true or false. Prove it. Try to prove his word true or false. What do you have to lose? By proving God's word, what do you have to lose? A struggling marriage? That'd be something I'd kind of like to lose. Not my marriage, but a struggling marriage. What about a struggling financial situation? I will tell you, I don't think it'll get worse. I mean, how many of you have a struggling situation? Not applying God's word, how's that working? Okay, so try applying God's word. Let's see if it improves. Struggling thoughts? Christians today have struggling thoughts. Do you know that there's instructions to deal with your thoughts? God's given us instruction for our thoughts. A struggling life. Next scripture says, all athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. We do so many things in our life to improve ourselves in a natural way. We buy stuff, we do stuff. Why not give an, an effort to something that doesn't fade away? Why not invest? We, we learned from the, uh, um, uh, the Sermon on the Mount that we should be investing in eternal things. We should be storing up treasures, heavenly treasures, not worldly treasures. But unfortunately, we buy stuff to improve us rather than extending some effort. Um, in this book, The Circle Maker, he talks about musicians. and the diff- he, he, One guy in research labeled um, three types of musicians. The outstanding, complete top musician. Um, the good musicians. And then the musicians that would never play professionally. And I thought that was a good way of putting it. He didn't say the bad musicians. But that talent and giftedness does play a part, but the difference in research that showed between these musicians wasn't the talent and the giftedness. The average musician wound up putting in, I can't remember what the time frame was, over how much time, but about 4,000 hours. The really good musicians put in about 8,000 hours. And the outstanding musicians put in about 10,000 hours. And these people doing the research found a link, not just to musicians, but to any area, any area of profession, that if you get to that 10,000 hour mark, you are going to be outstanding. So what I want to say to you is, why not fuel up on the right things and maybe spend more time on that? Athletes train. Talent will only get you so far. The rest comes by effort and hard work. Have you ever heard someone say, it's hard to beat hard work? Have you ever noticed that it seems like the hard workers always get the breaks? Have you ever noticed that hard workers a lot of times are lucky? They're not lucky. Their hard work is just paying off. There's something to say about hard work. Verse 26. So I'll run with purpose in every step. 
I am not just shadow boxing. I love that. I have a purpose to what I'm doing. If I don't, stop doing it. Is there a purpose to what you're doing? Run with purpose. You know what that means? Run for a reason, not wasting your time. And you know, this word run may mean sacrifice. It may mean giving up something for a reason, for a purpose. It may mean giving up spending X number of dollars and saving it. It may mean giving up some time and seeking the Lord by reading, by praying, by fasting, by asking, by knocking, by seeking. We have not because we ask not. So ask. Why wouldn't you ask? If the Lord says, ask me, and I will respond, I will hear. Why wouldn't you ask? Verse 27. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, otherwise I fear that after preaching to others, I might, might myself be disqualified. You have got to train your body, your spirit, your mind to do what it should do. Do you know why? Because if you don't, it will do what it wants to do, which is bad. Spiritual discipline means going against the grain, going against your flesh, against the world, literally. Discipline your spirit by training like an athlete. Uh, I did some research today. Uh, Justin has asked me to speak to the FCA, and I started looking at this scripture. I was looking at it for you guys tonight, but I was also looking at it uh, from an Olympic athlete standpoint. I just Googled, how does an Olympic athlete train? Oh my goodness, it's unbelievable how they train. And this is saying to discipline our body like an athlete. What is an Olympic athlete? What are the, do they train twice a week, 30 minutes a day? I'll tell you, if we just did that, we'd be a step ahead. <laughs> uh, maybe they put in an hour, five days a week. Oh, I'd say it's eight, 12 hours every day if not more, every day, and not just, um, verging on death exercise. Have you ever hit that kind of exercise? You thought, thought, I am going to die. Checking the mail. That's good. Yeah. Every day, Training like an athlete every day, growing, learning, exercising, moving in faith, reading. Can you imagine that if you trained, let's say it's not like, a, not, like, not like an Olympic athlete, but maybe like a college athlete. Let's just say maybe like a high school athlete. I, I remember training as a high school athlete. It's not much different than today, except I got yelled at and made to run until I, I could stop and then I stopped. But can you imagine what kind of powerhouse you would be? Let's just take one aspect, and that would be in faith. That when you walked into your place of work and you've been training, you've been preparing, you've been working your spirit before you came and faced that employee today that their, their life is about to fall apart, and you walk in and here you are prepared, you're full, you have something to offer, and all of a sudden you're not afraid to offer it. Why? Because you're trained. 
Elizabeth had a situation today where she just walked into a situation. The Lord had been preparing her and preparing her and preparing her. And then sure enough, there it is. Training and training and training and training. Boom, there it is. What'd she do? She moved. Now, the result's up to God, not to her. I, I have no ability to remove, I'm not a surgeon, I can't remove a tumor from someone. But I have been equipped with the power of God to make sure that I can connect God to that person and that happens through me. But if I'm not prepared, I'm not going to do it. If you don't train, when circumstances happen, your body will respond in the way it was trained. To sit on the couch and have puffy Cheetos. <laughs> I'm telling you, we have a lot of people that's well trained in that. So when it's time, what? Little Debbie's. I love Little Debbie's. I am well trained in eating Little Debbie's. Yeah. No, I train so that I can eat Little Debbie's. That's the truth. I exercise so I can have a snack cake. I'm not kidding. I don't want to gain weight and I want to eat. So something's got to give. So I exercise. <laughs> Sue me. Okay. Do you hear me that if you don't train, when the challenge comes, you are going to respond to the way that you have trained? Well, we haven't trained. So that's the way you're going to respond as someone that hasn't trained. Take a trained Olympic athlete on the 5,000 meter and take an untrained person and watch the result. The untrained person may not finish. They might finish a week later. Maybe. Due to their training. The response will be in accordance to how you prepared. Have you ever taken a test that you studied like a couple hours for and expect a hundred? But you put no effort into it. You just hope that you just cramming for two hours, somehow you can regurgitate it all perfectly. And then two hours later, you don't remember a single question from the test. But then we blame God. God, I studied. No, you didn't. You crammed. You train and prepare so that when you need to respond, you win. You overcome. You break through. You don't get disqualified. You know, athletes who cheat get disqualified. And that's what Paul said. I, I train so that when I do preach, I don't get disqualified. Can you feel the heaviness of his desire to make sure that when he does preach, it is what should be preached? So he trained and trained and trained. So that when it was time for, for him to, when he had an emergency, and let me tell you, Paul had emergencies his whole life. And he realized if I'm not trained, we're going to fail when that emergency hits. 
Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. I got to go quick. The cloud of witnesses, I've talked about them quite a bit the last little bit, but you know what a cloud of witnesses is? It's proof that, that, that what the Lord says is true. These are people that have gone before us that have proven God's word to be true. And if you look to your right and to your left, ask them what they've been through and what the Lord's done for them according to God's word, and it will be proof that God's word's true. Now, what you need to do is take that encouragement and go out here and try to prove God's word to be true. When he does, you become a part of that cloud of witnesses. Start witnessing to the truth of God. That's how you witness. You witness what you've witnessed. What have you witnessed? So strip off every weight that slows you down. I want to really quick talk about running. When I started running... I, all I had to do was run one day in 90 degree weather over two miles and realize what clothing worked and what clothing didn't work. All of a sudden I had on a five pound t-shirt, just a stupid t-shirt, dumb shorts, not the right shoes. For some reason I sweat real big right here on my forehead. So sweat just poured into my eyes and they started burning. All of a sudden I couldn't see. I mean, I looked like a real project running around you know, I'm, I'm out of shape. I can't see. I'm, I'm sure I just looked very um, encouraging. <laughs> so real quick, I got a different t-shirt, lighter shirt, lighter shorts. I got a hat. A hat keeps the sweat up here. And, and then I also got a dumb wristband, all these 80s wristbands, which I could find. And I use it to wipe my sweat. Why? Because I want to finish. So I need to get rid of the stuff that's in my way and get the right stuff. I don't have to go buy new stuff. I had a bunch of junk. I had enough stuff in my, in my own house to figure out how to, how to get by. Then I went and bought all the new stuff, you know. Some people like to go buy the new stuff and then go try to exercise and not do it. And then you got the new stuff. I like to make sure I like what I'm doing and then I'll go pay the money and get shorts and that sort of thing. Um. But something that I found amazing as I started to get into shape is that my body would feel good, but my mind would try to talk me out of it. My mind would start saying, you need to stop, you need to stop, you need to stop. And I'll have to take account of my body. My knees don't hurt, my feet don't hurt. I'm not losing my breath. Mind, you come in alignment with, with me right now. I am going to finish and my body feels good. What's your problem? Get on board with what we're doing. And all of a sudden, that storm passes and I feel good again. But I easily could have quit. How many times do we get to the edge of our breakthrough and we quit? We march around six days all excited. Then the seventh day we marched a few times and nothing happened. You got to keep marching. What's God saying? Not what are you saying? God says go back around one more time and don't talk. Go around seven times and blow the horn. When you blow the horn and you shout, then you can ask me, God, why didn't anything happen? Do you know no one said that? They didn't all have to sit around and think, I did it, God. No, they went around the seventh time, they blew that trumpet, then they shouted, and the walls literally came down. 
Your walls are going to come down when you obey the word of the Lord. They will come down. But you have to obey the word of the Lord. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But the walls of Jericho aren't coming down until I fulfill what it is that God's word told me to do. God, can it just go down the first day? No, go seven days. But I feel like just doing one day. Okay, try that and see how that works. God just says, go ahead. Didn't come down. The guy went in to wash in the, the river seven times. He's like, why couldn't he have said something good? Why couldn't he have just waved a, a wand over my head and healed me? Well, that, because that's not what he said. He said to go wash in the, in the water seven times. Why in the world wouldn't you do it? So he did it. And he didn't get clean the sixth time. He got clean the seventh time. And they didn't have to pray. They didn't have to shanda, should have bought a Honda. They had to obey the word of God. So you need to train. Church on the Hill, let's train for battle. Let's train for victory. Let's train that when a challenge comes, we have victory because challenge is going to come. And if you are trained for that challenge, you are going to push through. If you are not, you're not. Let's go. Church on the Hill, let's get our game on and let's run our race and let's race to win. I love how it says only one can win, but he's, he means you. He means you. He's talking about me. Only one can win. I, I only have control over my life. I can only handle what's, what, what the Lord's placed in front of me, and I can win at it. Every challenge I have, I can win. Let's win. Didn't even get to the good stuff. Those who trust the Lord will find new strength. Soar high like wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice. And in everything you do, everywhere you go, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume you know it all. Run to God. Oh, way to go. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume you know it all. Run to God and run from evil. Great instructions. Trust, don't try to do it all on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything. Don't assume you know it all. That's a biggie. Run to God and run from evil. Run. Y'all stand up with me and let's pray. Thank you for staying a little bit longer. I'll try not to do that next week. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for your spirit. I thank you that you have made every provision for our training, for, our, for us to be prepared, for us to have victory at every challenge that we face. 
I thank you, Lord, that you have not positioned us in any situation where we are destined to fail. I thank you, Lord, that now you are calling us to train and to prepare and to grow with each other, individually, by your word, by your spirit, by our actions. Lord, you are calling us to move. Help us to move. Help us to get fit spiritually so that when demonic activity tries to take us out, it can't. It can't. The God of peace has placed Satan under our feet. And Lord, you have given us the authority to do some stomping. Let us stomp according to your word, not according to our word. Thank you, Lord. Bless us. All those that we have prayed for, all those that are recovering, all those that are needing a miracle, God, you are the God of miracles. Meet our need according to your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Remember, we got two services. Joe McGee, I'm expecting a big crowd. You guys come out. We love you guys.